Hello, everyone. This is Bryson, a.k.a. Bryson NFL, back with another Title Talk episode with my cowardly co-host, Alonzo NFL, a.k.a. What's up? It's been a while since I thought about you. It's been a while. Have you thought about me, too? It's been a while since I thought about you. Josh Gordon's back! He's back! Sort of. Okay, Josh Gordon is going to be walking on the field week one. You heard it here first. He hurt me last year. I can't get over it. I can't get over it. I know I'm going to get hurt by him again. Oh, it's going to be so nice. Can't wait. Can't wait, Josh Gordon. He's back soon, very soon. One to four weeks. One to four weeks, he's back. Four weeks max, he's back before that. Be He's going to show up time. at the joint practice. He's going to show up at the joint practice. And I'll be there. Where... I'll be there. Really? Yeah. Where? In You're Tennessee? going? In Tennessee. You're going to Tennessee? Yeah. Wow. Never told me. Yes, I did. You did not. I lit- Dude, I literally texted you one night and said, bro, let's go to Tennessee and let's uh, see Isaiah win. And you said, LOL, you're an idiot or something like that. Oh, yeah. I thought you were drunk. I thought you were drunk. Wow. I, I was, but I wanted to get to Tennessee, and I already am, so I'm going. That's sick. Where are you going with? Going by myself. Aw. I, I want to go now. Fuck, that would be fun. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually going to meet either. some friends over there, so I That's won't be sick. by myself. I'll just be driving by myself. Okay. Oh, I can't wait to tell you that Harry looks amazing by then. Gilmore is still shutting everyone down. Edelman's back. Josh Gordon will be back. Jamie so, Collins might have murdered Adam Humphreys. Hopefully. Gronk, Gronk has already told people he's coming back by then. Oh, it's going to be lovely. And Jacoby Myers will still be wide receiver, too. Somehow. Oh, okay, Alonzo. <laughs> Alonzo's loving this. We're going to do our top six things that could, could derail the Patriots season this year. That's excluding injuries because that's just way too easy to say, like, Tom Brady's going to tear his ACL or whatever. Because, of course, right. if they get hurt, like, of course. So we went with six other things. I'm going to start it off. Anything you want to say before we start the list, Lonzo? Belichick out? Belichick out. Always Belichick out. And just the guys that would derail the Pat season if they got hurt, you kind of know who they are. But James Devlin, like, people forget that. and I don't know. There's Michael Bennett. Certain positions are just kind of thin at. Obviously, receiver is the key one with Edelman. And Brady, it, it goes without saying. But James White is a pass guy out of the backfield. They have so many important players. And we can't really go over them all because that's not the point of the podcast. But, yeah, injuries, like, that's really been the only Super Bowl they missed in the past five years. As crazy as that sounds is the one where they had their best team. And it was because that entire team was like questionable before the AFC championship game against Denver. So injuries are without a doubt thing number one. And I think at the end of the day, if they're healthy, they'll figure it out and they'll be fine at the end. But if they're not, then that's they won't be and they won't win. Excellent take, Alonzo. Excellent take. <laughs> yeah. If they don't, they won't win. 
You got yeah, if if they're hurt, they won't win. All right, I'm going to start. Job by me. Good job. Now I'm going to start. Number six, coaching staff is bad, a.k.a. Belichick out, because we've got some very handsome men that we loved that came into our lives last year mainly. Brian Flores left. He replaced Matt Patricia, the disaster. Brendan Daly leaves. You ha- you had the preacher for the Patriots leave, right? Jack Easterby, yeah. He also leaves. A couple other de- coaching departures. Belichick is now the defensive coordinator. Maybe at some point Mayo calls the plays. But what happens if the coaching staff, like Joe Judge is coaching the wide receiver, special team coach. What happens if they just are bad? They're just really bad. Belichick is just somehow bad defensive coordinator. The wide receivers stink because Joe Judge is coaching the special team. Is coaching the wide receivers. What if they're just bad, Alonzo? I think this could derail the Patriots season. Like if they just yeah. have a Matt Patricia horrible defense every single game because their scheme sucks, bad, losing. Right. That like this is one of those things that we wouldn't really know. We wouldn't know if the coaching staff is trash. Like there's no way for us to to tell whether or not their message is getting through to the players. Uh, but like you just said, they have a special teams coach coaching the receivers. Um, they've had a lot of ex-players helping out. It's just kind of a completely new staff besides the key guys and Belichick, McDaniels, Ernie Adams and Bears. They, there's a lot of turnover and I guess, yeah, there's no real way to quantify it, but um, if they suck and if the players just aren't getting the message, we'll be able to see it on the field. So it'll be trans- it'll be represented in their win-loss record. So kind of like 2009, uh, I don't see it happening. I think the Patriots have so much experience playing with each other. They have so much veteran leadership that they didn't have back then. They, um, Like you, you mentioned Mayo, Mayo is a guy that all the players who played with him respect greatly. He was a captain, I think, in his second year with the team and um, for the rest of his career thereafter. So I don't think this will happen, but it's just something we have to have on our radar. Belichick spreading himself too thin um, and the the players just not getting the message, I guess, from their new position coaches. They start off slow. Tom Brady gets mad at Bill Belichick, is on the full Belichick out movement, demands a trade. (laughs) Gronk comes back, also demands a trade. The team implodes. Jared Stidham is quarterback one. And Casario murders Belichick. W. For not letting him go to Houston. W. All right, Alonzo, what's number five? Let's hear it, you coward. Number five, we kind of talked about it earlier. Uh... Mentioned it. It's Josh Gordon. If Josh Gordon comes back and he's awesome, like he was last year, and the Patriots just start to rely on him and they start playing him for 90% of the snaps and he turns into what their 1A, 1B receiver with Edelman, that in the moment feels great. And you feel like you have one of the best duos in the NFL. You have this elite outside the numbers threat that really, you know, is they haven't had in the offense since Moss, I guess, and since Gordon last year. And then he gets suspended. 
or he decides to go to rehab again or and not to make light of that right but or whatever shit hits the fan with him and at that point they're relying on him brady hasn't really been thrown to harry as much and he hasn't been building that rapport he needs to build with harry um the patriots keep have five wide receivers on the roster that thins down to four without gordon suddenly you have brady throwing to uh Jacoby Jacoby Myers has a significant role in the offense and Demarius Thomas might be back and it's just after Edelman it's a bunch of question marks and kind of a black hole and because they got reliant on Gordon they're not able to bounce back for me I guess that specific scenario is number five and it feels pretty real to me because it was so close to happening last year and last year, they, they morphed their offense, and they obviously won the Super Bowl without him. But, yeah, it, like you could see last year how they got relying on him. And then when he got suspended, it was, oh, fuck, now what are they going to do a receiver? Or if they, like, cut one of their good receivers because Josh Gordon comes back. He's really right. awesome. They don't do anything at the deadline. Then he's gone, and then the Patriots are screwed. <laughs> Because Fildor Stink is now wide receiver two or three. Right. Yeah. That's the scenario. And I just want to say Josh Gordon's playing all 16, baby. Uh, I just want to see him back. I just want to see him back. One step at a time. Next week. (sighs) Next Thursday. Stepping on the field, Josh Gordon, practice uniform. They play Thursday, so I don't know if he'd... Yeah. Next next Saturday, <laughs> stepping on the field. <sighs> All right, Alonzo. My next one, number four. Here's, here's one. Old guys decline. So, Dynasty 2.0. Old guys, a.k.a. Hightower, Pat Chung, Devin McCourty, Marcus Cannon, guys J-Mac. like this, J-Mac, older guys on the Patriots team, Edelman especially. We talked about, we talked about this. If you look at yeah. wide receiver years at age 33, not it's good. Troy Brown, Randy Moss, Wes Walker, a lot of these guys at age 33 just hit the cliff. Like, what if all of a sudden all these old guys just stink? They look old and slow. It's week five. The Patriots are two and three because they have an old and slow defense. I could see it happening, though. It's not likely, but it could just happen. Like, everyone's just not good because they've played so many games in this Dynasty 2.0. Yeah, this one, I, I hadn't really considered it as much but I mean last year we saw a player in Gronk who was the best tight end in the NFL in 2017 completely fall off at least for the regular season and who's to say that won't be and he had wear and tear on his body right and he he played through a lot of stuff last year um, with the Achilles in the back but still you could make the case that that was age and the Edelman stats that you that we kind of looked up and talked about, they're pretty alarming. Uh, there's no real precedent for him catching whatever 100 balls this year, however many they're going to need him to catch. 
um, considering the rest of the situation on offense. And I mean, last year, if you think back to after the Miami game, after the Pittsburgh game, it was, oh, Hightower looks slow. It was uh, after the Chiefs game, oh, DMAC just doesn't look the same. He looks slow. Uh, Pat Chong's been an Iron Man for the past five years, but what if that just starts to catch up to him? You're right. It's, it's something that's not out of the realm of possibility that could happen. And I don't think it will happen this year, but one year it is going to happen. And if it's this year, then they've actually built more talent up uh, defensively, especially uh, in terms of young guys. But yeah, they're, they're fucked. Can I just give you a couple wide receivers after their age 33 season? Please. So Andre Johnson's last best season, he was 33. Demarius Thomas, you know how old he is? Well, he has two Achilles tears. Exactly. He's only 31. Like, wide receivers getting past 31, 32 is pretty insane for Jules level. Golden Tate, you know how old he is? Cliff last oh, year. He's 30. Oh, no. 30. Oh, Cliff. He Golden got traded. He's 30. Yeah. These are Cliffs. These are Cliffs, Alonzo. Edelman could just be walking straight into the cliff, and he's boom, done. Imagine yeah. that. Imagine imagine Edelman stinks, and then Dorst stink. No Josh Gordon. Woo! Harry can't pick up the offense, and he's... Generally slow. Jacoby Myers is your best receiver. Maurice Harris is wide receiver too. Fuck. Yeah. The case against it though for Edelman, in my opinion, is that he doesn't really steroids is one. And then he also he's 33, but the first I think four years of his career, he didn't really play much. Like he doesn't have that wear and tear on him. Uh he didn't really have a significant role in the offense then. And even in the past five years, like he missed all of 2017 with an ACL uh, tear like that. That's a year of his life, but that's a year of hits that he saved on his body by not playing that year. So, yeah, he he's 33, but I don't think he's played just the volume of games that most 33 year old receivers that hit that cliff of played. He also has played multiple postseason games, which are arguably more strenuous than regular season games. Yeah, but the first four years of his career, he was, he barely played. Like, that's not four seasons worth of wear and tear. Okay, Alonzo, you're wrong, but okay. Okay. Cliff coming. No, just kidding. Julian Edelman, no cliff. I love you, Julian Adam, and no cliff, no cliff. All right, Alonzo. Next one is yours. Are you ready? All right. Well, this was kind of yours. You brought it up, and it's a good one. It's what if Ghost hits the cliff? If Steven Guskowski just sucks this year. We've seen flashes of it in the playoffs. He's been really inconsistent and just bad in Super Bowls. Just the past three Super Bowls, he's missed at least one kick in all of them. Uh, the play, the AFC Championship game against Denver, 
you know, he Bosa has been a great kicker for the Patriots for uh, more than a decade now, but there, there have just been moments where the pressure's kind of gotten to him. He struggled in big games. And this year, I mean, this past year, he was, I think it was his worst um, conversion rate on long field goals that he's had in his whole career. So if that downward trend continues into this year and they can't depend on uh, Gaskowski, it's bad. <laughs> it's really bad. They've been able to depend on Vinatieri and Gaskowski for his entire for uh, the entire Brady Belichick era. And if this is the year where they can't, I I would you know it's just concerning. It's a problem they've never had to deal with. He's also bad, and then the Patriots don't convert like this little two point conversions that should probably not happen consecutively like they did all those two point plays. Like they're just playing a playoff game and Goss misses the field goals and the Patriots don't get those two point conversions and they lose. Yeah, that that cost them a Super Bowl worth. Exactly. So Exactly. Yeah. You need to have a reliable kicker. You just need to. They have one. His name? Ryan Allen. Let him let him do kicks. He's the he's the man. No. He is solid steel in the playoffs. Always comes always yes. comes up to bat in the playoffs. That's true. That's yeah, let's, true. Let's just let him kick too. Okay. I'm for it. Yeah. I really don't want to do this next one because uh, I really don't want to do it. But I guess I will. Number two will never happen. Zero percent chance, by the way. Yeah. Left, left tackle situation goes to shit. Wow. So let's just say in the what one in one billion three hundred and forty seven million chance that Isaiah win isn't good and the Patriots also start Dan Skipper at left tackle because of this. Uh, and he's just uh, bad. And the Patriots left tackle is just bad all year long, along with think of this Marcus Cannon, Cliff possibly coming. Also And he always not misses be good. games. Misses games, right? So they could theoretically be going with Isaiah Wynn and Dan Skipper. And if something happens to Cannon, and what if Wynn is also just bad? Wow. 2015 Broncos season all over again. Brady running for his life. He's 42. Joe Tooney playing left tackle. Yeah, they, they switched Joe Tooney out to left tackle. Wow, what a disaster this would be if Isaiah Wynn just isn't good. I will hide in the bunker. Yeah, Isaiah Wynn isn't. It's not that hard to. Again, it's not that hard to see. I, I don't think it'll happen because I think Isaiah Wynn will be good, and obviously this isn't including injury. Marcus Cannon's going to miss a few games, right? But in any case, look, they have their one injury to Cannon or Win away from having to shift Tooney out to left tackle, or having to start Yadni Kajust who has not practiced in training camp and might start on NFI or having to start Dan Skipper. Like you don't want any of those situations. They have zero depth at offensive tackle. And yes, if Wynn is bad or if Wynn is just not ready 
physically or mentally, whatever, they just can't get them up to speed before week one, then you're starting Dan Skipper, and that's a problem. F Dan Skipper. How dare you be rude to the media on your first day in the NFL, you coward. You are a bum, sir. You are a bum. How dare you? Yeah. You're also very ugly. Not an attractive man. Nope. Can't say the same about Isaiah Wynn. That man is cute. Very cute. (laughs) Very cute. Also, talking to the media. Love it. Talking to the media, polite to the media. Big smile on his face. I think Dan Skipper, every every morning, it's like he wakes up and he burns himself with a cigarette. <laughs> Bad mood all day. Fuck Dan Skipper. That's because every day he wakes up and he thinks about Isaiah Wynn because Isaiah Wynn lives <laughs> in his head rent-free every single day. He owns you, Dan. You know it. I know you listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alonzo, yeah. you, are you ready for number one? I've been saying number one since March. Since March. Of every year that you've ever been alive. It's wrong. Wrong. What if Gronk just gets hurt? And what if Edelman just gets hurt? Then they're just not good. Well, no. No. Yes, but no. Uh, especially not 2017. Man. Number one thing that could derail the Pat season... The weapons. The weapons. Deep. Right now, right. right now, right now, the Patriots yesterday had a first team, first team offense session with Tom Brady, I guess, during practice. The first team skill players were Philip Dorsett, Braxton Berrios, and Jacoby Myers. With Matt Lacoste at tight end. What w. are we doing? W. What is happening? The, Philip Dorsett is bad. He's bad. I, I see a lot of love for him on Twitter. He stinks. He can't separate. He's not good. He's a good fourth or fifth receiver. No, he's not. He's not even a good fourth or fifth receiver. Yeah, okay. You you don't want him on the field. You don't want Philip Dorsett on the field. He is not very good. (laughs) Braxton Berrios has done absolutely nothing to distinguish himself throughout all of training camp. Jonathan Jones has been on him like a wet blanket. Not anything to be ashamed of. Jonathan Jones is really good. But Braxton Berrios... Come on. No, no. And Jacoby Myers was just an undrafted free agent. And he's playing over Nikhil Harry. I don't think they have anything to worry about with Nikhil Harry. We make jokes about it on Twitter with, with Dad. I, that's just being funny. That's, I think Nikhil Harry is going to be good eventually. But even Des Bryant, who the optimistic comps on Nikhil Harry or Des Bryant. Des Bryant in his first year was like, I think it was 600 yards. Somewhere in that neighborhood? That's easy money for Nikio. Okay. Yeah. 600 yards. That's fine. Sure. It's a, that's less than Brand, That's less than Chris Hogan in 2016. That's less than Brandon LaFell in 2014. That's 
You need more. You just need more. What if, and the upside to the position is, you know, Edelman's great. And I didn't include Edelman in that first team because he hasn't been practicing yet. He'll be fine. He's a sure thing. You can plug him in. The running back group, I would take over any in the NFL. But the tight ends might be the worst group. And it's, it's not a great group, especially with Watts suspended for the first month of the season. And the receivers outside of Edelman, Harry was a first-round pick. He should be good, but he's a rookie. It's a major question mark. Maurice Harris is, couldn't crack the top three wide receivers in Washington. It's not like he couldn't, he couldn't play on Kansas City. He couldn't play on the Redskins. So there's been a lot of optimism with him. What if he just is what he is at this point, and Washington evaluated him correctly? And Jacoby Myers, yeah, he was an undrafted free agent for a reason. I don't know. He might be, uh, might be great, and he also might suck. He was an undrafted free agent. What if he's Kembrell Tompkins? You take that. That's a win for this season. But Kembrell Tompkins was, I mean, I watched 2013. He wasn't a guy you were excited to have on the field. And even in 2013, they had Gronk. They had peak of his powers Gronk to pick up that offense for six games. They won't have that this year. What they will have this year is a stable of running backs who can actually catch the ball. Uh, in 2013, they had Vereen out for half the season, and they had to play Brandon Bolden as their third down back. Like That's not a scenario that's, knock on wood, really on the table this year. So I guess that gives them more of a floor. But if Josh Gordon isn't back, again, that's not inconceivable. No, stop. He's showing me a picture of Josh Gordon. If Josh Gordon is not back... If Demarius Thomas comes back and he just sucks, again, coming off his second Achilles tear, or if he just retires, or if he doesn't make the team, and Nikhil Harry takes a while to pick up the offense and doesn't really gain Brady's trust, it's not like that's ever happened with a rookie receiver. Oh, wait, it's happened with just about every rookie receiver they've had. Maurice Harris isn't that good. Phil Dorsett isn't that good. They're relying on a 33-year-old Edelman, and they have nothing else at receiver or tight end, barring a trade. And this is 2019 in the NFL. You need players at those spots. You just need them. You won't win consistently, sustainably with the offense that they played in the playoffs last year. That was good situationally, and that won them a Super Bowl. I'm not convinced it'll work for 16 games plus the playoffs. So, yeah. The rest of the team is awesome. The receivers could be – it could just be a disaster. Hey, you said it, pal. Nikhil Harry, 800 yards. Book it, kid. 800 at least. Yeah. You – Josh Gordon is going to have at least 1,200. He's playing 16. Okay. Yeah, that's the upside. Josh Gordon's back. He somehow plays 16 games for the first time. Edelman plays in the slot solely for the first time in his career. Edelman has 125 catches. Wow. I don't want to say this. Nikhil wins Offensive Rookie of the Year. Jacoby Myers actually turns into fucking Marcus Colston. They don't have enough room for Philidor set. 
once Demarius comes back and he turns into 2014 Demarius again, they will have to cut Maurice Harris, and they suddenly have the best offense in NFL history. And especially when Gronk comes back out of retirement, right? That's your upside. Your downside is everyone sucks but Edelman, essentially. Danny Amendola coming back. Weep. I'll take it. Weep. Thank you, Matt Patricia, for getting fired and having Detroit go in an entirely different direction. Thank you. It's going to happen week five. Danny Amendola is going to be complaining. He's going to get kicked off the team. We're gonna love be it. one in seven. They'll be one in seven, and the Patriots will trade a seventh round pick for him. Yep, you are correct. All right, Alonzo. Decent list, but the better ones in this list. We're about to read some of them. These are the more obvious ones, right? Yeah, these are better. Yeah, these are way better. All right, number one on our more obvious list: Tom Brady gets suspended for PEDs because he's a cowardly cheater. Alex Guerrero gets him caught up. His anti-aging stuff just gets exposed. The NFL literally bans him for the entire year because that's absolutely what they would do, maybe longer. They would probably just suspend him. Yeah, he might get a lifetime ban with all the Patriots stuff and his prior suspension for cheating. So Tom Brady just leaves suspended. It would be very bad. Brian Hoyer and Jared Stidham, very bad. I would not like to see it. No. Certainly not. All right. Number two, we have Dante Scarnecchia dying. Oh, my gosh. What the? I don't remember us talking about this. <laughs> you, you brought it up. No, I didn't. You brought it up. I, <laughs> I have the screenshots. You brought it up. You brought it up. Yeah. Okay. You said, what if Scarnecchia or Belichick died? Well, that would be very, very bad. <laughs> I don't know if they could recover from that. I don't know if Cole Popovich can make Dan Skipper a good left tackle. <laughs> Belichick's son just, just becomes the head coach because Kraft <laughs> wants him to. Yeah. You've got Steve Belichick running out there, head coach, no one listening to him. Now, it's Giselle, Giselle becomes a wide receivers coach, and Joe Judge becomes the head coach. And Giselle tells all he, she she's telling the receivers and drills. My husband cannot throw and catch the ball at the same time. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, you know it's uh, you don't like to say it, but it could happen. Knock like, on all the wood. I'm we're I'm knocking on wood right now. It could happen. It could happen. Yeah. All right. <laughs> wow. The next one is just. I feel like we're going to get in trouble with the government after this one. Nick Casario murders Belichick. He just gets tired of Belichick shit. He wants a promotion. He wants more money. He wants to be more important. He's tired of Belichick rushing him out the door. They, they're having a debate over the 53rd spot on the roster. And Casario really wants to keep Braxton Berrios. And Belichick says, no, Edelman will still return punts. We'll just keep Jacoby Myers instead. And Casario says, you know what? I could have picked my own 53 in Houston. Fuck you. <laughs> and he kills him. <laughs> he kills him. Casario's power play is actually murdering Bill Belichick. Wow. Wow. This would, this would be very unfortunate because Josh McDaniels would probably take over as head coach. 
God knows what he would he would do weird stuff with Dor- Philip Dorsett. I'm sure oh. if he had all the power. Yeah. Phil Dorsett. Weird be- stuff with weird stuff with Philip Dorsett. Josh McDaniels. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. All right, this kind of ties into the first one, but how about what happens if the NFL just finds out that the Patriots have been circumventing the cap with TB12? Paying players through TB12, Tom Brady specifically, learn his cap, learn his money. They're cheating. I want to say the Patriots would probably be banned from the NFL if this happened. Would they not be banned from the NFL? They would at least get, like, the entire make team Kraft would be suspended. Sell. They'd make Kraft sell. And they'd take away their first round. And they'd ban Belichick for life. <laughs> they'd ban Brady for life. And they'd take away their first round pick for the next five years. Everyone would be in prison. Alex yeah. Guerrero would be locked up. Tom Brady would be locked up. Belichick would be locked up. Kraft gets off because he hires the best attorney ever, and he's an old, an old senile old man, so he'd get off. That's Belichick, actually. The senile <laughs> That's old true man. too. Belichick would just have to show him the tape of how they covered Chris Matthews in the Super Bowl 50, 49 to show him that. Or, or how they covered Zach Gertz in Super Bowl Fifty Two. Wow. Gordon Richards. Wow. Wow. But I could see this happening. It's like a <laughs> it's a 95% chance for me. I'm just waiting for the moment this happens actually. I'm just going to get it pull up on my player news. Tom Brady circumventing the cap via TB12. Suspended indefinitely. Suspended Belichick banned for life. Kraft has heart attack. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> wow, Alonzo. So the last one Alonzo did, which is Sony Michelle makes the rest of the running back room cross-eyed. Just a disease? I mean, Sony Michelle is cross-eyed. You've seen the pictures. There's evidence. A lot of evidence online. A lot of evidence on Bryson's timeline. I think he's looking up Sony Michelle cross-eyed pictures right now so he could show them to me. Yeah, what if James White just shows up week two and he's cross-eyed, and he this can't is, see, oh my and he just forgets how to run routes. Oh, and Rex Burkhead, wanna... Rex Burkhead's already nursing like a hamstring injury, and he shows up, and he's cross-eyed. <laughs> Damian Harris, Damian Harris, he, you know, you'd think he's your last hope. This he's is chemical warfare. I want Sony Michelle in prison if this happens. Damian Harris shows up, and Damian Harris can't see straight. You know, he's like, oh can't run routes. Brady throws him one pass, he drops it. And it's over. It's over. Oh, this is five Legarrette Blunts in the backfield. Have to trade for Cordero Patterson because he's not technically a running back. Play him at running back. This is domestic terrorism by Sonny Michelle, and I want him. I want him to be in prison now for just conspiracy. (laughs) By the way, Sonny Michelle catching passes in training camp. Okay, let's relax. The bare minimum. He did not do it last year. He did yeah, not. He did. He didn't practice. No, he literally didn't practice in training camp. He did it in practice. He, just, he straight up didn't. NFL player catches ball. Wow, me so happy! Exclamation point. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. Great. All right. Great. You'll see. Great. Sony. Sony's gonna awesome. have a better receiving season than Dion ever did, and you. Oh will... my God! Shut your mouth. You will weep. 
Okay, it, it is seems a... like still going to catch 85 balls. Oh, jeez. It's a good thing that Sony's finally catching passes. Like, congratulations. That's like that's like Albert Einstein not talking by, like, age seven. Like, you should have already been talking, dude. You're seven. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Yeah. Yeah, but still, you'd rather him, like, if he if he never talked for the, his entire life, that would, you know, <sighs> I'd rather uh... him eventually start to catch passes uh, do stuff uh, when he gets hit in the forehead with a pass and the scenes oh. when the, the football gets lodged into his forehead the scenes the scenes when the football gets lodged between his eyes the scenes when he has the gator arms like this he has the gator arms and the cross eye <laughs> and the ball's just going through his hands <laughs> yeah he's, he's back to catching passes Boop. gator arm saying to the show Sony Michelle catching fifty Ending balls this season. Sony Michelle's catching fifty balls. James White's catching seventy-five. Patriots don't need any receivers. I'm sick of you. I'm sick. I'm none. disgusted. <laughs> the, the blasphemy coming out of your mouth. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to shut the hell up for the immediate, the immediate future. future. <laughs> <laughs> any other Patriots news, Alonzo? Jacoby Myers, current wide receiver one. Okay, he runs he like a, it. He's slow. You run, yeah, he's slow. slow. That's what I. I got excited about Jacoby Myers for maybe uh, ten minutes that day, where he had three circus catches during camp. Then I looked up his player comps on Mock Draftable, and um, it's not inspiring. Let's just say he. Since he's a very smart player, he has a high floor, really low, ce- really low ceiling. Does he have a high floor? I think he kind of does. He might just start off. He can just throw him three. He can catch three, four balls a game, and he just won't be great. Like he's going to be able to get open, get to the right spot, and get a ball thrown to him because that's what uh, just above average replacement guys do, or whatever. I guess I don't know. Runs Something at door six. Something that Dor Stink can't do, by the way. We'll just say that. Has have you ever seen Phil Dor Stink ever just like find a good spot in his own and just catch a ball? By the way, yes. No, you yes. Have. I have. No, you have. Not once. Yes. Not once. Every time you, every time Dor Stink can't fat, separate from man coverage. Every time he is. That's the only thing I've seen Dor Stink do. And yeah, he had a few nice deep balls in 2017. Did nothing in 2018. All he did was sit down in zones. Yeah, and you'll weep Dor Stink's burner, by the way, if you're listening, which you usually yeah. do because you talk to us about it. But yeah, if you're listening, Dor Stink, big time Dor Stink, big yeah. time. Okay, Jacoby Myers weighs, he has a... 190. 203. That's a lot. Okay. Runs a 46340. <laughs> As a 35th percentile broad drop. Are we talking about Dwayne Allen? 29th percentile three cone. A 707 three cone. 46th percentile 20 yard shuttle. And he's getting open on our defense. He is basically Danny Etling. And he's getting open on our defense? Duke Dawson? I think that's the reason why he's been looking so good, honestly, is because Duke Dawson didn't cover him for the most part, right? I don't want to talk about Duke Dawson. I don't want to talk about him. Duke Dawson, baby. No, Season no. Duke Dawson. Duke Dawson. I don't want to talk about Duke. He's awful. Yeah, we 
we kind of nailed that. Didn't He's we? not a slot corner. He's not better than John Jones. Just really? throw him, throw him at free safety and see if it works. And if it doesn't, see you later, because he cannot play slot in the NFL. I don't think. <sighs> Took him over Mark Andrews, Justin Reed. <sighs> Better check out and found found Keon Crossan and J.C. Jackson in the same draft, both of whom are better. Can I just read the I've been a Patriots fan yeah. tweet? Yeah. This is for March. I've been a Patriots season ticket holder since 1976. This is the worst free agency period I have ever witnessed. Someone wake Bel- Belichick up and company up. Do something, Belichick out. With Belichick crossed out because the Patriots did nothing. Do they even Matt pay Lacoste the janitors? Still at, tight end one. Do they even pay the janitors at Gillette? Hashtag BB out. Hashtag Crafty Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Crafty I've been a Bob. Patriots fan for 27 minutes, and this is the worst group of wide receivers. I have ever seen. Belichick would rather show his boobies and pretend to be Nick Saban than trade a decent wide receiver. Trade for a decent wide receiver. I've had enough. BB out. Inject it. I've been a Patriots fan for 320 seconds. This is the (laughs) worst group of Titans I have ever seen. Belichick is too busy smiling for TMZ and showing his boobies for signing good tight ends. (laughs) I've had enough. BB out. Give me more. You want more? Give me more. Okay, okay. I've been a Patriots fan for 237 years, and this is the worst attendance for an offseason workout I have ever seen. <laughs> Tweeting Tom would rather tweet about golf than get better. I've had enough. TB out. I've been a Patriots fan since 1912. And this is the most disgusting act performed by a Patriots tight end I have ever seen. And it's a picture of Gronk denting the Lombardi. <laughs> Absolutely no respect for Lombardi or the organization. I am glad Gronk is on his way out. I have had enough. Hashtag Gronk out. Would you like any, Dad? Good afternoon, everyone. Aaron Dobson would start on the Patriots right now. Hashtag BB out. More. Good evening. Jordan Richards covered Zach Ertz in high leverage moments in Super Bowl 52. Hashtag BB out. <laughs> Good morning. It is April. Hashtag BB out. With pictures of Maurice Harris, Bruce Ellington, Matt Lacoste, and Bill Belichick with his face crossed out. <laughs> I've been a Patriots fan since Jesus Christ walked on water, and I have never seen a group of skilled players and defensive coaches as sorry as this one. (laughs) TMZ darling Belichick would rather play lacrosse and sign lacrosse than give Brady any real help. Enough is enough. Hashtag BB out. Wow. This is amazing. I've actually got a really good one here, and it's here it is. Nikhil Harry. I've been a Patriots fan for two months, and this is the best wide receiver (laughs) I have ever seen. Literally induct this man into the Hall of Fame right now. 
I won't take no for an answer. Tom Brady can finally play with someone who isn't a part-time grocery bagger. <laughs> Hashtag QHarry in. <laughs> we love it. It's a check mark for Stephanie QHarry with this face mask on. <laughs> it's a Patriot. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. These are, these are the best. Out. These are the best. And I remember actually uh, earlier in this offseason, I don't know if you contributed to this thread where I said, like to be in a Belichick slander, a, a yeah. slander chat. Yeah. And then yeah. everyone just started saying, like, BB out type things. And it was hilarious. And then people actually got mad. People uh, always get mad. I lost like say... 20 followers. <laughs> I literally lost like 20 followers because I was saying stupid shit about Belichick. Like to be in a Belichick slander chat. Wow. How many likes does it have? 75? 75. Oh, yeah, you were in it. I yep. said, someone said, didn't trade for OBJ. Belichick's defense allowed 41 points to Nick Foles. Told his told his QB after playing with ten stitches in his throwing hand that it's not open heart surgery. Made him feel appreciated. <laughs> Drafted Jordan Richards and Cyrus Jones in back to back second rounds. <laughs> Let Steven Jackson run the ball at age fifty two nine times in a row versus Miami and lost the number one seed. <laughs> Didn't sign Michael Sam or Colin Kaepernick because he's a homophobic racist. <laughs> Let Trey Flowers cover Le'Veon Bell in the flat twice in a big game. Eli Manning owns him in Super Bowls. <laughs> Put little Kyle Arrington on 6'5 Chris Matthews when they had big ass Brandon Browner. Paid Stephon Gilmore to not cover the Eagles' best wide receiver all game. <laughs> <laughs> Allowed Matt Patricia to rush three linemen 98% of the time. Someone said, bro, just imagine paying someone $13 million a year just to say, watch your fourth corner get mossed by Alshon. <laughs> Like, eh, he'll get him next time. Uh, put Malcolm Chandler. Butler on the bench in the Super Bowl to teach him a lesson. That's a W. <laughs> Let Gronk dictate free agency and offered Adam Humphreys 10 mil. <laughs> I'm mad again. Drafted a wide receiver in the first round with noted superstars Philip Dorsett and Maurice Harris already slated to start. <laughs> Didn't pay attention to Mario Manningham. Didn't sign. Oh, you already said that one. Wanted to to ditch Thomas Brady for Jimmy G. BB out. Five and three without Brady and McDaniels. BB out. Five and 13. BB out. BB out. All right, Alonzo. Thanks for coming on. And uh, I apologize for all the Belichick slander that may have upset people this needs a trigger warning at the beginning or people may have heart attacks bb in belichick in super bowl 53 bb in brady getting carried to another uh, defensive super bowl bb in no (laughs) i've been a patriots fan since february and this is the least prepared qb i've ever seen (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> tweeting Tom would rather tweet about the world's greatest NFL account than actually throw footballs <laughs> and it's a, it's a picture of like me copying Tom Brady's Twitter and it says Bryson, NF- 
brightness of prison NFL is good or whatever. It's the absolute best. <laughs> All right, Alonzo. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you later. Love you. Yeah.